0: You know, growing up in Hawaii, the island's smaller than you think. It's also bigger than you think, but it's it's just super simple way of living, and I love it here because of that. You know what I mean? There's no traffic, for one. I love that, and then two, just man, it's fun. It's a small town, but got a lot of great people to hang out with, a lot of good eat. You know, foods, places to eat at, um, and then just people helping me around. Shoot, every single guy, you know, checking on me right when I got here. Um, went out to eat with a bunch of dudes, um, but just quickly learned my surroundings by going out to eat. I, growing up in Hawaii, I just liked a wide variety of foods, so I like to try a lot of new things, but I love Red Rock, you know, some grilled salmon, love the garage is really good. But a lot of Main Street, Campus Corner, there's a lot of good food places.
1: Laulu.
0: Right? No, it's Dylan Gabriel. sorry, oh. quarterback. <laughs> wrong oh. wrong guy from Hawaii. That's the guy. He said Hawaii, and that's who you guess? I Typical did. defensive guy.
1: Well, I did. Maybe it was just because.
0: Talk about food? So yeah, you think well, of a defensive lineman? And, and, wow. his, and
1: his voice was. Uh, maybe it's just because the microphone was uh No, nah, he's kind of
0: calm, cool, yeah. and laid, laid back. back.
1: Man. Uh how about that? Um Dylan Gabriel. I I was let's see. At practice, watched Gabriel some. I think that I think one of the things that he does well is um and and this is something that we we have kind of had an embarrassment of riches. Scrambles but always has his eyes downfield right you it's hard to tell whenever he is like as a defender whenever you drop back into coverage and a quarterback is is um you know looking to throw the ball then he breaks contain like, a lot of how you play that is based off his demeanor right if if he is kind of running laterally and still has his eyes downfield and has the ball in kind of that cocked position well, you're staying in coverage. Um, if he pulls it down and he tucks that football and he's barreling downhill, okay, well, I'm I'm abandoning my coverage and I'm coming up to play this guy as a runner now. D- Dylan Gabriel does a really good job of right, giving the impression of both to where you're kind of caught in no man's land as, as a defender. You don't know how to play him. Um,
0: Maybe it's the left hand or the I, I I don't know and and we saw it with Hypel, but it feels like he's going to be a dude that has incredible touch mm-hmm. maybe some throws that don't have or really don't need a whole lot of velocity but he can kind of just lob it up there perfectly with touch to where defender can't make a play it's an R ball or no ball situation that gets completed
1: um. The other thing I thought about watching practice is we are not deep at quarterback.
0: Really? Well, I mean, you've got a true freshman. Well, you don't just have a true freshman as your backups. you got a Penn State, you know, a Blue Blood transfer at that position.
1: Which, that's your backup right now. And he's... He did some. He did some good things. He did some good things. But it. It. Like, we've got a. We're so used to having. Like we had Baker and Kyler at the same time.
0: Austin Kendall and uh, Kyler Murray were going to split reps the first game, according <laughs> right. to some around here.
1: Um. You know, Caleb and Radler were were here at the same time. I mean, there's been a lot of times where we've got two two quarterbacks and. You know, Caleb was a freshman last year, so you wouldn't have counted that like as like feeling great about your backup quarterback. Now he ended up coming in and playing and and doing some good things, but and maybe you get to a point with with Evers to where that's kind of the same thing. You know, he is just like a handful of practices in now, early arrival, but you know that is that's a concern. I, if, it's not a concern until it, it has to be
0: a concern, though. You know.
1: You know right. what I mean? Well,
0: you know. Also, like, how how long is he going to stick around on campus? I I I think he's going to be here more than one year, Gabriel. Yeah. But from the tone that you're giving off, he he better be he better be a two year guy.
1: Well, I, I mean, not necessarily. You just you kind of look at it right now and we could be in a position where and i'm not saying like you lose your quarterback for the season like whenever that happens obviously you're talking about backup quarterback and 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 what's going to go on but like usually whenever you lose your quarterback to a season ending injury the season has become a wash right but like right, right now if you lost a quarterback for a game a couple of weeks a half I, I you you would be you'd be concerned at this point right now so I I previously had said I think I'm trying to remember maybe it was I don't know I'm trying to remember what quarterback it was where I was like no we're not in the we're not looking for a quarterback I think I've changed my opinion
0: I've been telling you that yeah. all I mean for three months now is you know you're right they were going to get another quarter. It's not going to be a household name. Um, it's probably going to be a name that falls in the same group that you're talking about, potentially. But, they'll, yeah, they'll bring in someone else in.
1: Let's – I say we go after um,
0: – Casey Thompson.
1: Yeah, there you go. Mar- the Martinez kid I'll feel a lot Nebraska. better about that Nebraska game if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm – I wouldn't be shocked if one of the transfer portal things that we've heard Venable say they're not done in the portal, I, if if that's maybe one of them. Sure.
0: Uh, by the way, all I need to hear about Dylan Gabriel, he hates traffic and he likes the garage. He's a uh, cool guy in my book. That's, that's a QB1 mentality.
1: How about I'm throwing out um, Red Rock in there?
0: Whew. Well, I... You've seen the pictures on social media. They go there every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Sunday nights, the entire team and the staff. Red Rock? Yeah. I thought that was the Ranch. Or the Ranch. Okay, yeah, I got it mixed up. Yeah, I- I'm surprised he did not say the Ranch as many yeah. times as uh O'Us over there.
1: I remember I went to Applebee's. I'm trying to remember what the, was their burger like the old fashioned or something like that. Is that what it was called?
0: Uh, Applebee's did or have
1: no, Chili's was the old timer. Uh, That's what theirs was called. Okay. And then Applebee's had one. They were. It was like $5.99 for a burger and fries. So we did that a lot. You could get the half sandwich and half soup deal, or half sandwich and soup deal at. Um, Bison witches. It was like I still think they have that deal. Five, $5. ninety nine was awesome.
0: I was at karaoke for a few times about a year now, nah, going on two years now. I think they still had that Great. deal out Dude. there.
1: Half, you get the half sandwich, the bread bowl bread soup bowls are awesome, and man. then some chips for it was like five bucks. That's mm. where. Well, Olive Garden during October, endless pasta bowl, uh, went there a lot. A lot, a lot of Furs cafeteria early on too. Yeah,
0: I mean that's a Furs is for everyone. Thinks it's for old people. It's for broke kids too. Mostly, I I mean just as many old people as you might see at a Furs. There's uh, some broke kids there.
1: I'm serious. I feel like there was a Furs in. Like the uh, the strip mall there on Main and was it twenty fourth or where that used to be the Hastings and everything right there? There was a Furs back in there, and I think if you got there between like uh, like between like three and five o'clock, there was like a matinee special or something like that. I oh think it was buddy. like three ninety nine for the all you can eat. Load buffet. up on some Jello, did you? Are you kidding me? Green beans. They had
0: really nice presentation on those jello molds they used to throw out. Not I was bad. really impressed with that. Not bad. He's right though. Norman has some good eats. Especially yeah. in the uh well, I mean, the main street area has some good places. Campus Corner has some good places. Uh the West Side has some good places for sure. So it's 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 not bad. It's 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 not what you think. No. Not what you think.
1: Nope. Nope, nope, nope. And you know, one of the things that they are One of the biggest, like, one of the top-line issues that they have talked about since this regime uh, took over is, like, the food situation. Like, apparent, day one, not good enough. Like, this needs to be... Like, like what,
0: they're, what they're giving to their athletes or just yeah. them allowing to have the freedom to eat junk whenever they want to?
1: I, I, think, it's, I think it's just the, the quality of what they're eating on a day-to-day basis.
0: Let me ask you this. That's not surprising. What was good enough previously for this new staff to come in and say, oh, okay, well, yeah, that, that, that's actually fine. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that. Because it seems like everything from the music to the food that was being served was not good enough.
1: Well, I wouldn't say that there's things that were not... Everything isn't not good enough. There's some things that need to be different. Okay,
0: well, need to be different, however you want to phrase it. It seems like everything from the previous regime needed to be different. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm serious. Can you think of one thing where they said... Yeah, that's actually a good idea. We'll we'll keep that around.
1: No, no, not <laughs> seriously. Not man. off the top of my head. Not as of right this moment. And I don't think that they came
0: in and made all these changes just to be the new staff. We're gonna do it our way. It's things that have happened and things that have been successful at previous places. That's why it's that's just yeah, very very uh, enlightening.
1: Yeah. Um there's a couple of things too that they're going to be doing in the fall that I've been like slamming my forehead against the table for a long time trying to figure out why it was done the way it was, and it's not just an Oklahoma thing. And um, they'll not be doing it that that way coming up, so that's going to be good. Someone
0: texted in and said, "You guys are talking OU football. Other stations are talking about how long it takes to go under anesthesia, something like that."
1: I can um, answer that for you. We we were somewhere between uh, half and three quarters of a second.
0: Um, don't give us too much credit. We just spent about five minutes talking about Furs and Norman in the uh, early bird special they had. Don't I I, give us I too think much we should now. have
1: do a Furs segment every Thursday.
0: Uh, can they get rid of Crazy Train before the game? What? No way. I like it when they play Crazy Train. When do they play that? I'm just kidding. God, that that really grinds my gears when you do that. <laughs> Seriously. New light show coming. Can you confirm that? Doing like the SEC schools with the lights?
1: Don't know. Wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me. All of that stuff is um, new and cutting edge, so possibly but i don't know um but the food thing is big and i don't know if they've already changed that or if that's still still in the works or what but that uh they you know the the big thing is is they if if you're going to market us as the best at all of these things or market us as a blue blood you know everything has to Everything has to match up with that. Right, you've got to have, you know, whenever recruits just went to trips to Ohio State and Alabama, and now they're coming to Oklahoma, it's got to stack up or be better, right? Yeah. I mean, it it does. So that's that's just kind of what they're doing.
0: Text line says, I would eat first tonight if it was open. You know what? And that sparks an interesting thought. I, I don't know if this uh, person texting from the 918 is a man or a woman, mm-hmm. but I feel like – That was a broke college kids, but it was a bunch of dudes that would go to furs. Yeah. Do you you think when we're talking about kids, like, it would lean heavily towards men who just want to pick out for a cheap amount, right? Yeah, yeah yes you i don't think our ladies lady listeners out there are you know all like yeah i'd definitely go to first tonight if i had the opportunity are you kidding me Best us
1: dudes let's go can you imagine being in college and talking to your girlfriend and be like hey you want to go grab lunch or a matinee dinner uh okay what are you thinking how about first first cafeteria your buddy would be like, dude, that's an awesome idea. Let's in. go. Meet you there. Yeah, that, I'm, now that you mention that, I'm not sure that I've actually ever seen a woman in first <laughs> <Right>. eating. <Yeah. laughs> but, but us gross,
0: disgusting men, buddy, Oh, yeah, sure. uh,
1: we're there. Is it warm? And is it edible? <laughs> okay, done. We'll
0: see you there. What's, um, I can't believe we're down this rabbit hole, but here we go. Uh, what's your what's your first plate look like at first? I say you got to go with fried chicken.
1: I love the mm-hmm. fried chicken, definitely fried chicken. Probably mashed taters.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the route I'm going.
1: Um, probably green beans. Probably fried okra.
0: Now, you can mix it up later on in the meal with all the options, but the first plate I feel like is pretty standard. Mm-hmm. You're going with a fried chicken, some sort of a meat with the mashed potatoes, macaroni, green beans, okra, whatever you have. Then that's when you get a little bit crazy after that.
1: what you the The thing about the fried chicken is this. It's always good, but... If you go up there and grab some fried chicken that's been under the warming lamp for two and a half hours, it's pretty dried out. Yeah, but the skin still uh, still tastes good. Yeah, yeah. Outer skin is great. Sometimes it's kind of empty on the inside, though. It's become so dry. There's you like bite into it and you just got you got all skin. So if you get the fresh when the fresh fried chicken shows up, woo, buddy, let's go. Seven. Unbelievable! Uh, you, we're getting some people
0: excited right now. Just tuned in. Wait, there's a Furs in Norman? No, <laughs> there's not. Do not drive to Norman tonight with the expectation of going to Furs. Don't do it.
1: That Furs may have been gone twenty years ago. I I ate there the first day I got to OU. I went to workouts. Uh, well, I I got there the night before. Then woke up, did a workout, uh, like puked then went and laid in the dorm and curled up in the bed for the rest of the day and then i went to like the seven on seven that evening and uh and josh norman invited me to go eat with him i was like cool where are we going and i don't even maybe i didn't even ask i just got in the car and we went to Furs, and i was like okay (laughs) hey this is in my budget. This is great. Where did
0: you see the most uh, disgusting display of eating by teammates? Was it at Furs, or was it at uh, a CC's Pizza Buffet? Uh,
1: well, Wes Sims at uh, Big Ed Burger oh. and CC's Pizza, God. and every other place in between.
0: Oh, <laughs> you gonna eat that, man?
1: I'm right, man. I'll, I'll eat the rest of that pizza. You don't want? <laughs> God, <laughs> just nonstop. Unbelievable. Funny stuff. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. This hour of The Rush is brought to you by Cavens. Hour number two of The Rush on this Thursday.
0: Remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance. Cavens can do it all. Give them a call today. 405-573-3048. Tulsa, 918-282-7612. Let Gary and the team hook you up today. Remember Fred Taylor? Running back for the Florida Gators, and I think what Jaguars, ran, yeah, Jaguars, yeah, Jaguars, really good player, really good player. He was on a, uh, well, this is like the Barstool show today. He was on a podcast with uh, Barstool earlier huh. today, and uh, he confirmed that he got paid in college by a team that he did not attend.
1: So I heard, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that Georgia left a duffel bag of thirty thousand dollars. I heard it was fifty. Fifty thousand. I heard it was. 50. Either way, you can correct us, but they left you a duffel bag to sign with them over Florida. You <laughs> ended up choosing Florida
0: and kept the duffel bag. It wasn't a duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a but it was.
1: A, it was a. It was a gang of cash man and. Uh, hey, thirty or fifty. It it was up there. It, it was it was it was. He might have another 50. zero closer to fifty. Yeah, was it was closer to fifty. Uh, and those were the days, man. It was the days I would just go over to this guy's place and say, "Hey, I'm 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 in West Palm. I'm visiting my mom. I'll come by my place. Thousand, fifteen, three grand every time I went over, and I went over three, four times.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, Georgia gave him close to fifty grand. He said, eh, "I'm gonna go to Florida instead." I think stuff like that is still cool. But I feel it's getting uh, less and less attractive by the day because cheating is just so – not cheating, but we're in this new yeah. era of college football where paying players is like the norm now. Yeah. But what a baller move, man, to take 50 grand from someone and not even go play for him, And then probably to be like, okay, well, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to go to the
1: NCAA and report me for you paying me money? And he kept going – to that guy's place, right? And not that what he said? And still didn't go to school there, but the guy kept giving him cash? <laughs> that That's awesome.
0: Pretty amazing.
1: Nice. Um, mm. Yeah. That, hmm. Do you think everything now is on the level, or do you still think there's cash handouts?
0: Um, I still think that there's... I mean I think that there's cash hand- i mean yeah there's there's cash handouts going on for sure,
1: I think the cash handouts are probably well here's the thing you give a guy in the nineties fifty thousand dollars cash and you're a college football player, no job living in the dorms and you show up with a a brand new car like uh Uh, whatever the car may be it's like everyone's like oh yeah what do we got here someone's paying players and that draws a lot of attention and people start to dig into what's going on but now like there's no reason to really dig into anything if someone shows up in a brand new car everyone's just like well boy I guess these college guys NIL deals are pretty lucrative
0: well and, and a lot of their NIL deals are through car dealers yeah, We saw it here. So, Rattler got two of them.
1: It, it's, it's probably just one of those things where no one's even going to be looking into any of that stuff anymore because sure. the NIL, it's yeah. almost like, well, it's all legal now anyways.
0: Uh, text line, that was Fred Taylor, former running back of yeah. Florida and for the uh, Jaguars is who that was. Some people are asking who it was. Uh, I, got a, I got a random question here. I feel like most OU fans, if they had to pick who they're rooting for, in the Final Four this weekend, and I'm not talking about the people that have, you know, Duke winning in their bracket so they have money on the line. Like, people who just, you know, don't have a dog in the fight. Just, I feel like most OU fans would say, well, I'd be cool if Brady Manick won the national championship yeah. this year, go root for North Carolina. Right, you get yeah. with that. Um, why Why are some transfers treated completely different than others? And I know the situation has a lot to do with it, but we're out there. And we're just not – we've been rooting for Brady Manic for a while now in the NCAA tournament. This isn't anything yeah. new. But why are we rooting so hard for Brady Manic, whereas some other recent guys were probably, you know, whether we say it out loud, hoping that they fail miserably?
1: Are you talking about Caleb Williams? I'm talking
0: about multiple guys. Yeah, but why – like, why is – why does Brady Manick – and I'm in this camp. I'm rooting for him in North Carolina. That's who I'm rooting for this weekend. But why are we rooting so hard for Brady Manick to have all the success when he transferred at the end of last year? I'm just honestly just just curious well, as to why that is.
1: I think I think with a guy like Manick, um, I think you understand that he, his time at OU had kind of run its course. He had plateaued. And it was going to be good for him to to go out and uh, try something new and see if it sparked something for him. Like Manic was not going to be the difference in whether or not we make a Sweet Sixteen or not. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we, we weren't at that spot with our program that we're still kind of waiting on one more piece or something like that to pull it all together. So I think that's that's kind of the difference. And you know, obviously I think a lot of the guys the recent transfer situation, I think a lot of those guys got kind of caught in the wash from Lincoln's deal, you know? Um like it 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 appeared to be a a move for Lincoln and for for money or whatever instead of like an honest move to to better your career, like because Brady Manick went from OU to North Carolina, right? North Carolina is is one of the most heralded basketball programs sure. in the country. We can
0: understand that as, you understand? as sports fans. Text line is saying that he's a local kid too. That factors in. Yeah, maybe local kid. I, that's okay. That's interesting.
1: Played a long time here too. Yeah. I he think he people, did his time here. People developed a. a you know, um, you know, you you you've, you felt more like you knew who he was and what he was about, and uh, he picked that as a as as you're going to a better better place. And I don't have a problem saying North Carolina has a better basketball program than Oklahoma. Um, I, that's understandable, but whenever you leave a better place for a place that is not nearly as good, especially where they are currently, like, that ha- leaves a lot of questions as to, well, what's really going on here? right? Let,
0: yeah, let me read some text. He's a Sooner and an Okie. I'm not cheering for Brady Manick. I hope they get trashed. Uh, Brady Manick didn't burn the place down on his way out. He spent four years here. Manick did his time. Uh, let's see, Lawn retired, and to me that makes all the difference. Yeah, Good to quit on your team in university. He could have met Porter and then decided it wasn't the best for him. This one says he quit on the team the moment adversity hit. Can't respect that from an Oklahoma kid not cheering for him. Wow, that's that's way more split than I thought it was going to be.
1: Huh. He quit on the team the moment adversity hit. Well, he had
0: adversity several times throughout his career. Yeah. I mean, he was getting, you know, made fun of as a freshman for not being able to shoot on the road.
1: I don't think there was – I mean – was there anyone, like, he quit on his team. There wasn't a team there anymore. Like, how many guys from Mannix last year were left on the squad? <sighs> there, well, they had to virtually get the entire
0: team via the transfer portal. There, there wasn't very many I'm guys saying. at all. Like,
1: I don't, he didn't quit on his team. I, I don't and I think any... he entered the transfer portal before they ever hired Porter Moser, right? He was yeah, gone. Yeah,
0: maybe so. I, I don't remember the exact timeline on that. I guess... I don't fault him. But it's an interesting case study because there's another guy that we looked at and I think we even rooted for at the tail end of his college football career. Remember how we Trivanoid. all felt about, well, he's another one, but how about Trey Sermon recently? Yeah. like There's a lot of people here that were really happy for him that he had the year he did at Ohio State. Now, maybe some people were saying, well, I don't blame him. For some dumb reason, he wasn't getting carries at the end of the season. I I would have transferred if right. I were him, too. All I'm saying is it's just kind of interesting that some guys get treated one way for transferring. People almost root for them. Other guys, they can't come back to the state. I guess
1: the only transfer situation that I haven't I, – where well, I'm not openly rooting for the person is – the USC guys,
0: Carl's Junior.
1: Yeah, I don't. I can't think of another situation where I didn't either. Rattler. I think most people are rooting for. They're yeah. not.
0: They're not super passionate about it. But I feel like it's. Yeah. Okay. I hope he goes out there and does well. That's. Yeah. That'd be cool. Right. Whatever.
1: Uh, no. I'm. I'm. I'm pulling for him and Stogner and uh, Shane Beamer. Those guys. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the. Usually, someone transfers, and you understand. Like Rattler, the situation here had become toxic for him. Needed to change. Um, Trey Sermon, for whatever reason, was no longer getting carries. I, it, it had gone bad. I understand from from his perspective to to go somewhere else. I it got no out, issue. And it with worked that. out great for him, by the way. Worked out for him. I usually don't have a problem with it because, almost always, the guys that are transferring, I'm not
0: upset about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, I, I'm not, yeah, I hear you. Not upset about it, and I, even, like even the Caleb Williams thing. Like, I wasn't. I'm not upset that he transferred. I'm glad that he transferred.
0: Looking back at it now,
1: that it would.
0: Well, I'm glad at it the would, time. It, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, especially now, looking at the fit, the fit wouldn't have been there.
1: Right. So I I I I I'm glad he transferred. I'm just not going to be openly rooting for USC to go win a bunch of games, although I'm
0: actively rooting for USC to lose.
1: I saw that they Lincoln Riley's one of the uh coaches that's picked to yes. Shake it up and make the college football playoff in his first year. Don't worry.
0: We're going to hit that in the last
1: hour. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) All right. Let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hit some things that caught my eye next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network.
0: At Landers, we're driven to serve. We're committed to supporting our community and everyone in it. That's how, together, we all make a difference. From the go-getters and the all-nighters to the frontliners and early risers, all the real It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to it. Story number one is.
1: Well, we got to start with Bruce Arians, don't we? Yeah. What's going on with that? It's a coup.
0: It's got to be a coup. Come on,
1: man. It seems like it whenever you heard Bruce Arians say that um, he's not releasing Brady. and uh, That was a weird situation, and then... Brady says he's back, and then you get Bruce Arians' um, retirement, resigning, however you want to phrase that. Todd Bowles now takes over. You're saying this is a Tom Brady-influenced oh, yeah. uh, decision?
0: Would, would it would it shock us? He finally wants to have some say before he uh, rides off into the sunset. Never really had a, a whole lot of say with Belichick. Doesn't sound like he really had all that much with Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians would call him out to the media. Todd Bowles, Brady probably going to be able to have more of a free run of it than he's ever had in his career.
1: It's so interesting. I guess it's hard for me to, to imagine Tom Brady as a guy that would get a head coach fired so he could come back like that seems not fired but like be like well if you want me he's gotta retire be out or whatever it just that just I don't know that's such a weird move and frankly I it's hard for me it's not just Tom Brady it's hard for me to envision anyone making that type of statement but I know that it it definitely does happen um Just weird. I saw this. Michigan has named Colin Kaepernick an honorary captain. Yeah,
0: you think uh, our alternate uniforms (laughs) create a stir? I'm wondering how uh, Colin Kaepernick being a captain of the spring game is going to go over. Now, there's an obvious connection. Uh, He played quarterback for Jim Harbaugh and all that, but Mm -hmm. he's still a very controversial figure that's out there. I'm sure that this will probably be the talk of Michigan's entire spring game.
1: Yeah, I saw this uh, yesterday, I believe. The talks from the Browns about Baker Mayfield are interesting. You hear Stefanski say that he wants to have something happen, you know, as soon as possible, and then the GM kind of walks that back. And is like, yeah, well you know, maybe we're not in a big rush, and then Josina Anderson releases something that someone with the organization had mentioned to her that, you know, with not knowing what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson, there may be a situation where Baker could suit up and play for the Browns in the fall. It's like, what? Is everyone in the Browns organization crazy? Yes. What are they even talking about? Baker Mayfield may play in the fall? Now... I know what this is. It's them trying to posture like, yeah, well, maybe we will keep him after all because they already killed his trade value. But you're right. It is too late. My guess is that we probably see something happen with Baker Mayfield draft night, right?
0: Yeah, um, I would imagine. So I don't think the return is going to be great. Not that Baker – I mean – Baker's not going to demand a huge return as is, but especially the way they've played their hand here. Cleveland will get something out of the deal, but I got a feeling it's going to be pretty minimal. And it'll be at one of the spots we're thinking. What, probably most likely Seattle? That's... Unless they're dead set on a, on a quarterback. I think they had the 10th overall pick, maybe,
1: from the Broncos. Well, I think some of that I may factor in if they're able to get exactly what they want in the draft, maybe they're not interested in a trade but if if what you've had your eye on becomes n- no longer available well then maybe you go the Baker Mayfield route i'm i'm still i'm still really interested to see what happens with Houston but i don't know the problem is the Browns are probably asking for a whole heck of a lot in trade, and they're just not going to get it because everyone knows there's going to be become a a point where they're just going to have to like make a move with him for nothing or just like cut him like something. Like he's not going to be there in the fall on the roster, so I think everyone right now is content to wait.
0: Yeah. Got any more? Nope. Uh, I've got a couple. This is the first time we'll have talked soccer in about 4 years. Okay. But the US men's national team lost to Costa Rica last night but still is heading back to the World Cup. Lost to Costa Rica. Yeah, I think, I think I they had it. to lose like six yeah, nothing to yeah. not qualify. Uh they are they are heading to the uh, World Cup. I guess it had been 3,123 days since the US last qualified for the World Cup, but restart the count. They're going back to the big dance.
1: Is that this year? Is the World Cup this year? In November? Really? It's usually in the summer, year. isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. World Cup.
0: Yay. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's during football season. Which, <laughs> if you wanted to capture my attention, you were going to have to put that bad boy in June or July yeah. uh, as a kind of a standalone event during football season. Nip. Yep. Mm. Sorry, won't we'll be mm. paying attention to that one. Uh, Disney Parks, you will be visiting a Disney park this summer. Yeah. They will no longer use the words boys and girls at its theme parks to avoid offending people. That's right. Instead of saying welcome in boys and girls as people walk in, uh, no longer using those words. uh, They don't want to offend people. Is your experience going to be ruined now at the Disney park?
1: No. No. No, I don't care. But what the hell are we even talking about anymore? How do, how can you, can someone even paint me a scenario in which that would be offensive?
0: Well, it's just a, it's got to be a CYA type of thing, right? Like no one, 99.9% of people won't get offended, but that one person might, might make it a big deal it gets in court over it i i i don't know i i dude who knows
1: we've lost the plot mm-hmm. we've lost the plot mm-hmm. man what are we even talking about we've had it so good for so long that this is like what we've been reduced to i arguing about it's it is the most strange I I don't know cultural political like whatever the shift like we've undergone over the last I don't know however many years decade maybe it's not even that long like some of the stuff that we're hearing right now is just like not very long ago not very long ago at all you never even heard of what what we're even discussing I, like, What is even the parameters here? It's so strange. To-
0: Last one I have, and uh, every time I read a Will Smith, Chris Rock update, yeah. inevitably we'll get 10 te- texts that says, You think that's real? Cuts. So... Laugh. Laugh and stalk. You think it's real. But apparently from the Academy, Will Smith was asked to leave the ceremony after the slap and refused.
1: Well, and then I saw... Some, I uh, saw maybe that that was actually not the case. Like they, like they claimed that, but they didn't actually ask him to leave or something. I don't know. The
0: statement had like, or the uh, yeah. academy had a statement. That well, yeah, said that. they
1: said that. And they retracted it? Well, no, someone else like said oh. that, well, that's, they're not telling the truth. Here. But, you know, it's so interesting. I, I think I've slowly shifted my. I think I've slowly shifted my narrative, my thinking.
0: Don't tell me you think it was fake. Don't do it.
1: I think it was supposed to be fake. And he was going to act like he was going to slap him and, and actually accidentally hit him. Chris Rock didn't know how to respond to that. And Will Smith, like, because did you see the new video of uh, Jada laughing?
0: No, I, I, the, I've i seen the video. There's like a video. cell
1: phone video of her reaction as it's all going down and she's laughing at it. So
0: they were trying to recreate the Peyton Manning, Kevin Durant, Espy's moment, essentially? Were I don't t- know.
1: R- remember that? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I don't know what's going on. It's just the whole situation is so strange to me. And, like, he made such a like, – The slap is like a, it's like a made for stage slap with like this big wind up and this really big follow through. That's not how you slap someone if you're really like, you're going to slap someone, you go slap them. There's not this big like orchestrated swing. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. It's weird really weird. All right, quick timeout. More from the Rush coming up. We'll wrap up our number two next.
0: Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. At Landers, we're driven to serve. We're committed to supporting our community and everyone in it. That's how, together, we all make a difference. From the go-getters and the all-nighters to the front-liners and early risers. All the real do-gooders. And you'll feel good about Ram Truck Month. Going on now, we have great deals on the new Ram 1500s. Plus, check out our 2022 Wranglers. Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is driven to serve. You'll feel good. Electric cooperatives don't just generate power, they generate ideas. At Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, we never stop thinking of ways to help everyone become more energy